welcome back to the Talk To Me podcast. I'm Angelique and today I'll be telling the story of Askeladd and the Silver Ducks. Askeladd and the Silver Ducks is a fairy tale story suitable for intermediate learners. Askeladd and the Silver Ducks. There was once a poor man who had three sons. When he died, the two eldest sons went out into the world to seek their fortune. But they would not let the youngest son go with them. We know what you're fit for, they said. All you do is squat by the fire, fiddling with the ashes. I'll go alone then, said Askeladd. The two eldest brothers walked off and made their way to the king's farm. There they entered into service, one under the stable groom and one under the gardener. Askeladd started out too and took with him a big kneading trough, the only thing their parents had left them. The other brothers had not cared about it and it was heavy to carry, but he did not like to leave it behind. After walking a while, he also came to the king's farm and asked for service. They told him they did not need him, since he kept on asking so politely that in the end he was allowed to help in the kitchen and carry wood and water for the cook. He was quick and willing to work, and soon he was well liked by everyone there. But the two other brothers were lazy and got blows by the dozen and little wages and they grew envious of Askeladd when they saw him doing so well. Opposite the king's farm, on the other side of the big lake, there lived a troll who had seven silver ducks. These ducks basked and swam on the lake, and they could be seen from the king's farm. The king had often wished that these ducks were his, and one day the two eldest brothers said to the groom, If our brother liked, he could easily get the seven silver ducks for the king. He has said so. And you can be sure the groom lost no time in passing this information on to the king. Then the king called in Askeladd and said to him, Your brothers tell me you are willing to get me those silver ducks. Go on then, get them now. I've never thought of such a thing, said the lad. But the king was not to be put off. You've said you'll do it, he said, and I'm going to take you at your word, my lad. Well, said the lad, if there's no way out of it, please let me have a quarter of rye and a quarter of wheat, and I'll try to get them. He was given the rye and the wheat, and he stored it in the kneading trough he had brought from home. And in this he rode across the lake. After he reached the other side, he walked along the shore, scattering the grain. At last he was able to lure the ducks inside his trough, and then he rode back as fast as he could. When he got to the middle of the lake, the troll came out and saw him. "'Have you made off with my seven silver ducks?' he shouted. "'I have,' said the lad. "'Will you be coming again?' asked the troll. "'I might,' said the lad. When he came back to the king with the seven silver ducks, 
he became even more popular in the household and the king himself gave him praise. But his brothers grew more sullen and jealous and they decided to tell the groom that Askeladd had said he could get the king the troll's quilt with all the checks of silver and gold at any time at all. And the groom wasted no time in telling the king this news. Then the king spoke to the lad and told him he knew from his brothers that he had boasted of being able to get hold of the troll's quilt with the silver and gold checks. Now Askeladd had to do so, or else he would pay with his life. Askeladd replied that he had never said any such thing, but it was no use. So he asked for three days to find a plan. Three days later, he rode across the lake again in his kneading trough and walked about keeping careful watch. At last, he caught sight of the hill folk putting out the quilt to air it. And as soon as they disappeared inside the mountain, Askeladd seized the quilt and rode back as fast as he could. When he was out in the middle of the lake, the troll came along and saw him. Didn't you steal my seven silver ducks? shouted the troll. Yes, I did, said the lad. And have you just stolen my quilt with all the checks of silver and gold? I have, said the lad. Will you be coming here again? I might, said the lad. When he returned with the gold and silver quilt, he became even more popular, and he was made the king's personal servant. This made the other brothers much more angry, and in revenge, they agreed to say to the groom, Our brother has told us that he can get the king's troll's golden harp. This harp makes everyone glad when they hear it, no matter how sad they are. And the groom went straight to the king and told him the news. And the king said to the lad, I'm going to take you for your word again. If you get me the harp, I'll give you my daughter and half my kingdom. And if you don't, you'll pay with your life. I've never thought or said any such thing, replied Askeladd. But I suppose there's no choice, and I'd better try. Could you let me have six days to find a plan? The six days were granted, and when they were over, he had to set out. He took with him in his pocket a nail, a twig, and a candle end, and rode across the lake. Near the mountain, he started pacing quickly to and fro, and after a while, the troll came out and saw him. Didn't you steal my seven silver ducks? shouted the troll. I did, said the lad. And didn't you steal my quilt with the silver and gold checks as well? Yes, I did, said the lad. Then the troll seized him and carried him inside the mountain. Well, daughter, he said, now I've taught the boy who stole my silver ducks and my quilt with checks of silver and gold. Fatten him up and we can kill him and invite our friends to a feast. <laughs> she set to work at once and put him in the fattening pen. And he was there for eight days and was given the best food and drink as much as he wanted. 
After eight days had passed, the troll told his daughter to go and cut his little finger to find out whether he was fat enough yet. She went down to the fattening pen. Give me your little finger, she said, but Askelad offered her the nail he had brought with him, and she cut that. Oh, he's still as hard as nails, said the troll's daughter when she came in to her father. He's not ready yet. Eight days later, the same thing happened, only this time Askelad held out the twig. Mm, he's a bit better, she said when she came back to her father, but he's still tough as wood. But after eight days more, the troll told his daughter to go out again and see whether he was fat enough yet. Give me your little finger, said the troll's daughter to Askelad in the fattening pen, and this time he let her have the candle end. I think he's fat enough now, she said. Oh, is he? said the troll. I'll be off then and invite our guests. In the meantime, you can kill him and roast one half of him and boil the other. After the troll had gone, the daughter began to sharpen a long, long knife. Are you going to use that to kill me? asked the lad. Yes, my lad said the troll's daughter. But the blade's not sharp enough, said the lad. I can sharpen it for you, and then it will be easier to kill me. So she gave him the knife, and he started to sharpen it. Let me try it on your hair, said the lad. It should be just right. So she let him. But as he took her by the hair, he bent back her neck and cut off her head. Then he boiled half of her and roasted the other half and put the plate on the table. Then he dressed himself in her clothes and sat down in the corner. When the troll came home with his guests, he thought it was his daughter sitting there and asked her to come and join them for their meal. No, answered the lad. I don't want to eat anything. I feel out of sorts. Well, you know how to raise your spirits, said the troll. Play upon our golden harp. Oh, yes. Where is it again? asked Askelad. You know well enough. You had it last. It's hanging up there over the door said the troll. Askelad did not need to be told twice. He took down the harp and wandered in, playing on it. But all of a sudden, he pushed his kneading trowel out onto the lake and rode off so fast that the waters swirled around him. After a while, the troll thought his daughter had been away a long time and he went out to see what was the matter. Then he caught sight of the lad in his chuff, far out in the middle of the lake. Aren't you the one that stole my seven silver ducks? shouted the troll. Yes, said Askelad. And didn't you steal my quilt with the silver and gold checks as well? Yes, said Askelad. Have you just taken my golden harp? cried the troll. 
Yes, I have, said the lad. Haven't I just eaten you up? No, you've eaten your daughter, answered the lad. And when the troll heard this, he became so angry that he burst. Then Askeladd rode back to the mountain and carried away a heap of gold and silver, as much as he could put in his trough. After he returned to the king's farm with the golden harp, he wedded the princess and got half of the kingdom, just as the king had promised. But he was good to his brothers, for he believed that they had only meant well when they spoke of him in the household. Thanks for listening to this Talk To Me podcast of Askeladd and the Silver Ducks. We hope you enjoyed it. See you soon on the next episode of the Talk To Me podcast.